Welcome to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun on the web and around the world. Life Tips President Byron White talks to the latest trendsetters about strategies to grow your business. Editor Melanie Nayer interviews celebrities and expert writers on their tips for making life enjoyable and entertaining. Now, please welcome this week's Life Tips host, Byron White. This week's uh, show, This we've got a guest on coming on in a few minutes, Eric Brown, an SEO specialist and has a book out that we'll introduce. But before then, Stephanie O'Shea, how are you? I'm very well, Byron. Welcome back from vacation. Yes, indeed. Rested, relaxed, happy to be back. <laughs> <laughs> Did so, you have fun on the Cape? Oh, uh, went to Cape Cod, uh, had a fabulous time. Um, I was there with Colby, my son. And uh, pretty much was extremely active with at least three main activities every day. <laughs> so uh, I am certainly exhausted from the from the vacation, if you will. Well, we're glad to have you back. Yes, indeed. And what's new in your organic marketing world over here? Um, at Life Tips or yeah, <laughs> busy, 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 busy. But that's yeah. not very new. Mm. But we are taking on um, some larger um, full-site type of projects as opposed mm-hmm. to just little um, smaller content projects. So that's mm-hmm. certainly um, an adjustment. So trying to figure that all out, doing things mm-hmm. in large, large batches. Sounds fun. Bigger, bigger can be better. Bigger can be better, especially mm-hmm. it's, it, when you find that groove with the client then it's very nice. It's kind of nice to have a few main clients as opposed to millions of little, you know, a bucket of million of millions of clients. So Sure, sure. And we're somewhere in the in the middle of that extreme right now. <laughs> um, let's see what what fun sites do you have for us to take a look at today? So my first site, I have to introduce it as this. Um, so one of my coworkers is kind enough to give me a ride to work sometimes, but I also take the T around Boston and the bus around Boston. And I've been seeing these billboards around for windorphins. Do you have windorphins? Find out what windorphins are. There's absolutely um, no explanation of what, what it is, no clue. So my curiosity got to me, so I went to windorphins.com. So if you go to windorphins, it's W-I-N-D. O-R-P-H-I-N-S, like endorphins, but windorphins. It's actually this viral marketing campaign for eBay. Hmm. And windorphins are, is the excitement that you feel when you find the product that you're looking for at a great price on eBay. But I think this is a brilliant campaign um, because it piqued my interest to actually go on the site and when you get to the site, it's really cute. Um, of course, you know that I love to make the little online characters. You can create your own windorphins. Then it gives you top ten lists, the top windorphin activators. Yesterday, it was video game consoles, so they listed down the, you know, the Nintendo Wii and stuff like that. Today, it's the top rock and roll bands. So the number one band uh, merchandise selling on eBay is the Beatles. Um, and the average selling price for their products is $39. So, um, and then it has these little videos of people experiencing their extreme excitement when they find something on eBay. 
And you can see that it has this little fake doctor on it. He's obviously fake, but he's lending credibility to the um, experience the joy of Windorphins. Mm. Get yours today by shopping on eBay. So I think this is highly, highly clever. And another reason I like this site so much is here at Life Tips, we're a content development company. We're creating content for people, and we have this huge, huge, huge stockpile of content. It's an asset. Um, so what do you do with it? You find out um, different ways to present it in an interesting way. And this site, I'm sure they spent a lot of time and effort designing and coming up with the billboards and the whole idea. But all they're really doing is just listing out the information they already have um, from eBay, you know, top sellers, average prices, what are people searching for. And I look at that stuff every day. I find it interesting. A normal, pers- a normal person might not find that stuff interesting unless it's listed out as the top Windorphin activators. So that's my um, first pick for a link. So what do you think about this site, Byron? Uh, really clever. Um, I, you know, this is just fantastic. I mean, they've, 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 take, they've respun a simple concept of listing, uh, you know, uh, top sellers on eBay and spun it into a clever, creative, uh, fully branded, um, you know, uniquely branded uh, with this Windorphin sort of a name, which is just interesting in itself. Um, I'm surprised with the name selection, to be truthful. I mean, that's a tongue twister and a spelling nightmare to verbally explain to someone. It you kind know, of wind is. Windorphins, it could be with an F. It's uh, hard to look up. Um, you know, I'm surprised that they went with such an unusual um, name, don't you think? I do, but at the same time, it's very clever because it's well when I first looked at it I'm like does this have something to do with exercise or running or getting mm. enough activity because windorphins it sounds like wind or it sounds like endorphins so I think it's kind of like you know how marketing companies have some may say invented some may say discovered like restless leg syndrome and they have nowadays you know new health things are coming out with marketing names and the drugs are coming out with highly marketable names. So this is kind of along the same lines like, ooh, it's clever endorphins. It gives you endorphins. It makes you happy. So mm-hmm. I, if I was on this team, on this creative team, I probably would have voted for it. I still like it. Now, Google hasn't caught in with the, uh, with, uh, with the spelling problem yet of endorphins. <laughs> if you type in W-I-N-D-O-R-F-I-N-S, You'll see some swear words and some slangs and some chatter at MySpace, and uh, it's kind of interesting that they hadn't, you know, with, with the expense they put into the whole campaign, they wouldn't have thought through the misspelling of Windorphins and done something clever and creative over there. Um, I think eBay missed a, list, a little bit of an opportunity to, to not catch that uh, potential problem. Um, and so we're seeing, did you see a national billboard on this? Yep. I've just been seeing them around Boston, like at the T station, on the bus. Wow. So if it's around Boston, I assume that it's in other cities too, but I haven't seen anything on TV. So I was kind of surprised. I was like, wow, they need to advertise, because I kind of just think of them as this giant, like if you're going to buy something through an auction format, of course you're going to go through eBay. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. I mean, hey, you got to 
keep on going. And from an SEO perspective, have you noticed that this entire page is pretty much a graphic? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And my general rule of thumb is that if you can't highlight it with your mouse, then the spiders cannot read it. Mm-hmm. So if I was on this creative team, I probably would have made some sort of a stink about that. We need some graph. We need some uh, text on this page, not just a graphic. But at the same time, I don't think this is meant for SEO. Right. It's meant. It's meant to just land on. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, they'll have to consider adding you to their team uh, the next time they launch a campaign because <laughs> I, I think they've missed a few opportunities here that could have made this more of a success. But clever idea, nice spin. What's another site before we want to introduce our, our, our guest today? My next site is called, this is another um, weird spelling, weird pronunciation, but Ecorazzi, like paparazzi. So it's Eco, R-A-Z-Z-I. And um, tell me when you get there. I want to make sure. Eco-Razzi. So this is basically um, a blog, a celebrity blog, um, celebrity gossip, but it all has to do with eco-friendly, living green, what celebrities are being responsible with their power, who is using organic products, who can we consider to be an enemy of the environment. And I just really, um, I picked this site for a couple of reasons. We've been working with a lot of um, green living, eco-friendly, organic um, natural kind of websites and clients and doing that sort of content. So that's how I've come to learn about this particular topic. But I think some people, when they think about that, they're like, oh, that's for, you know, hippies or, you know, cr- crunchy people or something like that. But look how cool this site looks. This is mm. like any other gossip blog. It's full of pictures. It has a cool design. Um, it's very, very up-to-date. They're pulling in video. They're pulling in um, things from all over the web, and it's just a cool new spin on celebrity gossip, but they're kind of using it for good. And one thing I really like about it is green living. Like, you don't really need to um, turn your whole life upside down. You don't have to build a new house. It's all, you know, out of all the environmental-friendly design and all, all those materials. This just shows you that you can make simple changes in your life that are going to do good things. So, and I. So, what do you think of this site, Byron? Uh, another fantastic site, particularly to pass on to the celebrity fanatics out there. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you studied the percentage of time on a daily basis that is uh, consumed by. Um, you know, celebrity stalkers and followers. And imagine putting that to good use like this site does. I mean, wow, this is powerful. This is hip. This is cool. This is this this must be the buzz in in, in or close to it in Hollywood now. I, I love this site. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. I need to get my wife in, in in tune with this. One of the posts is about how large are celebrity homes <laughs> with Google <laughs> and, Maps. Yeah. Um, Oprah's sprawling mansion in Santa Barbara, Will Smith's uh, enormous home, <laughs> which does appear to have solar panels, they note. <laughs> you can actually click on and see a topographical view of, of Will Smith's home. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. Good stuff. Good and, stuff. And um, Elvis is being used to sell organic fair trade coffee now. Hmm. He is one of the top-earning um, deceased 
celebrities that there is, and so now he's moving on to the organic thing. Hmm. Yeah, this is this is a chart that I think we're going to start to see a lot more celebrities jump into, um, and this is uh, this is something that I I wonder what the reaction to the celebrity community really is. Um, you know, I wonder, for example, if they might engage in actually posting comments on stories written about them and almost support the efforts of coverage. Uh, this could be the first ever uh, coverage that celebrities would welcome about their personal lives, don't you think? I definitely think that um, a lot of celebrities, one celebrity that I see all over the place is Cheryl Crow. She's doing concerts and giving speeches about different things that you can do to be eco-friendly. So um, I could almost guarantee that she would be all over this. There are certain right. celebrities that definitely, they want to be everywhere. I'm finding a post here that the 20th season of The Real World is going to be eco-friendly. Hmm. Very interesting. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah, we, we, need to, we need to chime more into this. It's an interesting story about George Michael, who's serving his 100 hours of time. <laughs> And doing some gardening. I, lo <laughs> I love it. And we can't uh, forget about all the celebs that drive around in the hybrid cars. Right. That's, right. That's around here, too. Wow. Good stuff. Well, thanks for joining us. Let's take a, big, uh, a little break here, and then we'll ba we're, we're back with today's guest. So let's take a break. Thank you very much, Stephanie. We're back in just a few minutes. Life Tips on WebmasterRadio.fm. We'll be back with more cool tips and advice right after these commercial messages. Hey, what are you reading? Revenue Magazine. It keeps me up to date on everything in performance marketing. Yeah, I get all my information online. <laughs> I don't see a computer next to your boogie board there. Well, I've got a regular magazine here. <laughs> Revenue Magazine is the only hard copy magazine that covers affiliate marketing techniques, search technologies, online fraud prevention, and interactive advertising, branding, and marketing. My magazine's got pictures. Revenue Magazine has everything for online marketers, affiliates, merchants, agencies, and networks. And you can read previous issues blogs and more at revenuetoday.com wow mine's got a centerfold revenue magazine the performance marketing standard for more information go to revenuetoday.com mr scott i can't get any more information onto our website i'm doing the best i can captain there's no more room on the server it's gonna blow evaluation mr spock the logical answer is lunar pages reputation reliability and legendary 24 7 support makes lunar pages the host to cling on to did you say cling on i captain sign up at lunarpages.com and get 700 dollars off coffee cup software absolutely free if you call they will answer lunar pages it is beam us aboard mr for out of this world web hosting, Luna rocks. Sign up for web hosting with LunarPages.com and use coupon code LUNATICS to get $28 off. Know how to get the best return on your advertising dollar? Clicksore.com. Yeah, ever since we began marketing with more precise content, target technology from Clicksore.com, we've seen a huge jump in visitors converting to buyers for just over one-third of a cent per view. To get over 300 categories, unlimited keywords and ad placement on over 100,000 sites, click on Clicksore.com today. That's ClickSOR.com. Your bottom line will thank you. Clicksore.com. Delivers where it matters for you. Welcome to 
to the Daily Search Cast. I just got an instant message from Matt Cutts. He's saying, we are the good company that treats people well. Oh, good. So we confirm that. I know, here's the deal on Matt Cutts and instant messaging. Not. <laughs> The guy is like, now he's, he's sort of like the expert witness, like have PR people and lawyers with him. Matt is like the Bruce Lee of Google PR, right? <laughs> he can walk in, he's like, judo, chop! The Daily Search Cast. Live broadcast Monday through Thursdays at 11.30 a.m. Eastern, 8.30 a.m. Pacific. And on demand every day, only on webmasterradio.fm. You have arrived at the destination for education and entertainment. WebmasterRadio.fm Because not everyone's last name is Gates. WebmasterRadio.fm We're everywhere. And now back to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm Now, here's your host. Welcome back, everyone. I'm here today with uh, Eric Brown, who has a new book out. I believe it's new. We'll learn more about how new it is on uh, SEO Essentials uh, for a top 10 search engine ranking. Uh, So, Eric, are you there? Um, Yes, I am. How are you doing? Fine, thank you. Thanks for joining us on the Webmaster Radio Show today. Appreciate it. Okay, thank you. So I was most interested in, in a press release we saw over at PR Web, a partner of ours at Life Tips here, <clears throat> in that uh, you've come up with this new book, and I was most excited to learn that you actually do, do not charge clients uh, to perform SEO services, and you're not really a, quote, professional uh, search engine optimization business. And that made me scratch my head and said, hey, this guy really might have a genuine interest in helping people with, with search engine optimization. Uh, so hats off to you for your promotion and your press release. And tell us a little bit about your perspective on SEO and your background and, and, and why you wrote the book. Okay, well, basically, as far as my background, um, I have a computer background. Um, I'm a software developer. I have a software consulting firm, and I mainly develop software in the healthcare industry. But I also have um, several niche market websites that I've um, operated for the last seven years. Um, And one of the things that I've worked on through those years is being able to generate um, traffic through um, search engines as far as improving my search engine rankings. And talking to other website owners, one of the biggest problems that a lot of them have is being able to get good rankings in search engines. So what I wanted to do was to provide some information to people that would be easy for a website owner to understand and pretty much read and be able to follow. And what I do in the book, which um, just is released this month, what I do in the book is basically lay everything out in an easy-to-understand format for people who may not be computer-savvy so that they can understand everything. And I also have a newsletter for the people who purchase the book where once they purchase the book on a weekly basis, I send out the newsletter. And what it does, it's like an education form where it basically each week discusses different portions of the book to um, help people to learn even more beyond just the book itself. Hmm. Tell me a little bit about African American Art Online, which was the domain that you started with some some years ago, and and what really you learned in in seeing that site grow and achieve top listings in the search engines. Okay, well, with that particular um, site, um, when I started that website, the reason I started it was that a lot of people are interested in purchasing art, but a lot of times in their hometowns they don't have a lot of a variety. So what I did was I started the website, 
And when I started the website, I was looking for ways of increasing the traffic. So through trial and error, basically, um, I was able to learn some things that allowed me to be able to set up websites and structure websites in a way that would allow them to be able to rank well in the in the websites. For example, um, my art website right now is ranked number one on um, Google and Yahoo for the main keyword phrases in the niche market. And that keyword phrase being African-American art? Yes. So, okay. like, if you were to type in African-American art at um, either Google or Yahoo, you would see my domain, Brown Horizons Art for You, probably listed number one. And if not number one, it should be in the top three. And let's cut to the chase because we've got a lot of advanced uh, webmasters on the show. You know, wh- what do you th- you know what what do you think has helped achieve that success? Okay. Well, with the art website, one of the one of the main things is the fact that a lot of people in their hometowns they're not able to have the art there. So basically, through word of mouth. A lot of people talk about the website, and through that word of mouth, a lot of people link to the website, which creates a lot of backlinks um, to the website. And with the on-site optimization that I do with the backlinks and various other um, related issues with that, it's allowed it to be able to slowly uh, move up the search engine ranks. matter of fact, for the last several years, um, with the amount of backlinks it has in comparison to the other websites in its niche market, and also with the optimization that's done on the um, website, it's been doing very well in the search engines. So when the site first started out, do you really think it was, um, I mean, what, how, did you, how did you shake the tree of, of backlink popularity then? What, what did you do on the site that helped inspire people to either talk about it or find it or discover it and, and therefore bookmark it or link it or list it on their website? What, what was the ingredient for success that you really used? Well, with art, what I did was um, I lowered the prices um, somewhat. And what they did was with the prices being a little below average, a lot of people would go to the website looking to maybe purchase one art print. And when they get there, they saw the prices at such a point where they could actually order three or four art prints. And when they were able to be able to order that amount of art prints, a lot of times that created a certain amount of enthusiasm. They would say, well, you know, I went to this art site and I was looking to maybe purchase one art print, and I was able to get three or four for the amount I was willing to spend for one. And then with that price there, that kind of encouraged people to um, talk about it to their friends. Gotcha. And tell me about the optimization strategy on the site. Um, And you're now referring to you built the site so people could search for particular um, titles, if you will, or pieces of art. Is that correct? And you drove a lot of traffic to individual product pages? Well, with the art website, what I focused on was that I did keyword research on um, the niche market. And the um, the majority of the searches that are done for that particular market are basically African-American art and black art. So what I did was I focused on African-American art. And then once I focused on African-American art, then within that I focused on some of the leading artists because usually when people typed in the information that they wanted to search for. They would start out with African-American art. Then they would type in specific artists that they were looking for, which would lead them to the specific pages for those artists. Gotcha. So so is it, did you derive a lot of traffic by individual artist names? Is that what you're saying? The, the, um, most of the traffic 
came from the keyword phrase African American art or African American artwork. But I see. once they typed that in, generally what they would do to get a more specific search, once they did that, for example, Lester Kearns is a very popular artist. They would type, for example, like African American art by Lester Kearns. I see. Um, now, in your analysis of um, your traffic flow, as it's changed over time, um, are you still performing in the same way, or has your, have you had to adjust your, your overall SEO strategy based upon competition or, or whatever the case may be? No, basically I really haven't had to change the strategy to this point. Um, with, with the particular market, there's about five to ten websites that are the most popular websites, and with those particular websites, um, pretty much with the same strategy that I've used as far as focusing on African-American art, and focusing on specific artists um, within that niche market has pretty much been consistent as far as um, being able to stay at the top of the search engine rankings. And plus, over time, what's happened is that as more people talk about it, it um, generates more people linking to the website, which helps a lot. Has your has the launch of your book and, and even the, I believe you had an e-book version of your book as well um, out for a while. Has, has the book on, you know, SEO tips and essentials, you know, where, of course, it mentions the the uh, the website. Has that helped the overall traffic flow of the site? Um, as far as the tips website or the art website? Um, well, let's see. You own SEOtips4u.com, right? Yes. yes. And, and that, that site, I would guess, probably drives some traffic to, to, your, to your art site, um, yes. Brown Horizons Art for You, right? Yes. Um, on the... Tips. And it helps link popularity, I'm sure, too, yeah. Yes, on the SEO Tips website, um, that's where the book is available for sale. And the ebook actually became available this month. On that site, I have a link where people can go to look at the search engine rankings for my art website. And a lot of people do end up looking at it and clicking over to the art website once they've looked at the search engine ranking on the SEO Tips for You um, website. Interesting. I'll, I'll yeah, on the tips for you website. That's a clever way to get people to visit your site. Bring them to Google, and then that, that's pretty clever. Was that done purposely to help your overall strategy in, in achieving top listings? Drive them to Google where they see the site, and then hope that they might click on the site. Um, at the time I was at the time I was doing it, I was mainly doing it as an example, as for yeah. showing people. Um, sites that I have that have high rankings. Mainly I was doing it so that they could see that the information that I was using in the ebook I applied to my website so that they could see the search engine ranking and then they could see that the information did produce the top 10 results. So it wasn't right. a plan as far as driving them to the art website. That was just one of the benefits of it. Yeah. I think it's brilliant. I think other webmasters should use the idea. <laughs> you know, make your case on proving you have top listings by sending people to Google, whereupon maybe they see your position three, and then, oh, my gosh, they click on it. So that that's giving credential at Google that your three position should maybe be a two position or one position because people are choosing your site versus the number one or the two. Nice idea. Let's, 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 let's claim to the audience that you, in fact, invented that. Maybe you can patent it or trademark it and, <laughs> that sounds and like a have good some idea. more fun with it. Um, now, now, tell us in general... Um, you know, about what you think has changed in the SEO world in the last few months, let's say. 
you think there's anything innovative or interesting that you've learned about changes in algorithm or uh, what's going on out there? Okay, well, in the in the past few months, um, I've noticed that, and, and this is this is one of the things that I um, talk to people about. Um, the main thing I've noticed is that there is a difference in the viewpoint as far as how most website owners look at SEO compared to people who are actually in the profession of SEO. Um, from the website owner's point of view, I think um, one of the main things that that has changed is that they tend to focus more on SEO, and they hear um, a lot of information as far as um, backlinks, um, um, various changes, for example, with Yahoo's algorithm lately, and, and Google's always tinkering with their search engine algorithm. So from that, from that standpoint, as far as on website owners, I think um, they're a little more savvy, and they focus a little more on um, search engines and algorithms and things of that nature. So I think that's one of the the main changes that's come come about last couple of years, but more specifically, probably the last six months to a year, is that um, website owners are starting to focus more on SEO as far as the marketing aspect to their websites. Hmm. And do you think, therefore, all websites are getting better because they're being forced down the SEO pipeline? No, I, I think in in a way, what what's happening is that a lot of the websites aren't getting necessarily better, but there's more focus being placed on SEO. What generally happens from what people tell me is that a lot of people go to forums and they go to blogs to to read information related to SEO, and they get a few tips as far as what they can do. But when they go back to um, try the tips, a lot of times it's not enough information for them to really understand SEO. So they're just trying to a few things hit or miss in the dark. So when those few things don't work sometimes, um, they tend to get frustrated. And what I try to um, explain in the book is that to really learn SEO, you have to learn the overall picture, overall scope of SEO, and not just a few tips as far as title tags and, and anchor text and things of that nature, but a true understanding of the overall topic. Do you have any thoughts on uh, internal link strategy? Okay, well, as far as um, internal linking, um, for example, with the SEO Tips for You website, I currently have an SEO challenge um, on that site that I'm doing right now for the word, for the keyword phrase, learn SEO. And what I'm doing is between July 1st to September 30th, I'm trying to see if I can rank in the top 10 on Google, Yahoo, and MSN for that keyword phrase, learn SEO. And one of the things I'm doing is as far as my internal linking, strategy is that um, I have an actual page, sales page specifically set up for the keyword phrase, learn SEO, and from various parts of the website, I have a linking strategy that links to that page, which at this point on Google, I'm ranked number six for learn SEO, and on MSN, I'm ranked number eight, and on Yahoo, I'm currently ranked 18. So I'm ha- I'm at halfway point of the challenge, but I've already been able to get in the top ten on two of the search engines. And what do you attribute that success to? Have you tried to help build backlink popularity to that page? And how have you built that backlink popularity? Um, the backlink popularity has has been real helpful um, as as far as being able to move into the the rankings as far as the top ten on Google and MSN. Um, as far as being able to increase my backlink popularity. Um, the release of the book as far as um, I've set out the press release for it and also just 
sending out um, information in newsletters and various things to kind of make people aware of it. And as they become aware of it, they tend to talk about it and let other people know, which um, caused a lot of people to go to the website and create links to my website, similar to my art website in the fact that um, once people hear about it, they'll go and they'll look, and if they have an interest, they'll create a link which in the end benefits um, them as far as being able to have information that they're interested in, but it also benefits me as the website owner by increasing my um, bite link popularity and helping me in the search engine rankings. Um, well, listen, fantastic job and lessons to be learned here for sure. Um, so uh, I want to wish you the best of luck, and it looks like you're, you're doing well with your contest. <laughs> um, and uh, what, what are the next steps for you? You know, you've... you've uh, you know, are you going to ever open this up to clients and, and perform SEO work, or are you just like where you are now and having fun with it? No, I, I like what I'm doing now. Um, like I said, basically with the SEO Tips for You website, what I'm going to do is basically just focus on helping people to improve their search engine rankings. Um, the people that purchase the book, like I said, I have a weekly newsletter, and basically from week to week, the people that purchase the ebook, I'm going to work with them through the newsletter as far as helping them to improve their search engine ranking. So I have no plans of actually becoming a SEO professional. Well, listen, it's been a pleasure having you on the show today. Best of luck at what you're doing. SEOtipsforyou.com is, is, uh, is there and available. And um, the other site, uh, let's see here, brownhorizonsartforyou.com yes. is the main site. So, uh, Eric, it's been a pleasure having you on the show today. Best, okay, well, best of luck you. with best of luck with all your efforts, and uh, we'll look forward to following up with you and learning more about uh, how your success and any tips and advice that you can offer the webmasters listening to the show. Thanks again, Eric. Well, thank you. Until next week, everyone. We'll chime in uh, with you next week, and at uh, at Search Engine Strategies in San Jose, we'll be on the floor interviewing some guests. And uh, until then, out from Life Tips. We'll see you next week. <laughs>